Many production establishments depend on a large product output within the shortest time frame, and so they work consistently to keep this trend viable and working. Since high product volume within a short time seems to be the goal of every manufacturing establishment, advancement in technology has then brought the need to develop machines with high speed, accuracy, high repetition rate, and pinpoint precision to give answers to such concerns. Now, this post focuses on the Surface Mount Technology Component Placement System which is commonly called pick-and-place machines. These machines find relevance when high precision and speed is needed for the placement of various electronic components resistors, integrated circuits, capacitors etc. on a printed circuit board PCB. New or used pick-and-place machine if you were considering where to get a pick-and-place machine for sale or what the best pick-and-place machine could be, you just made the right turn to the right place at the right time. Again, it is possible that you have a low budget, but you are firmed at getting the best despite how small your budget may be. Yes, with the right information from a reliable marketplace for used machines, you can certainly get a used pick-and-place machine which will serve you perfectly. Kindly pull up a couch and sit because this post is designed to guide you about what you should consider when buying pick-and-place machines. Remember, every manufacturer tag their machines as the best, but the right information will help you choose what is best for your need. So let's get started. Things to consider when buying pick-and-place machines Placement speed Sure you'll agree here that the placement speed of any P&P machines will have a direct impact on your production volume. So, for pick-and-place machines, their speed is measured in components per hour CPH, also be referred to as parts per hour PPH. The CPH of P&P machines involves the rate at which P&P machines will pick up components, inspect such components before placing them on the printed circuit board PCB. Many P&P machine manufacturers rates their machines based on the IPC 9850 standard. The IPC 9850 is a general guide for part mix and PCB placement arrays of P&P machines to enhance the buyer's comparison of one machine to another. So, in reality, when considering what the placement speed of a P&P machine will be, it is best to devalue the manufacturer's IPC 9850 CPH rating by about 20%. Where a manufacturer's CPH rating isn't IPC 9850, devalue the placement rate by about 30%. Based on what your requirement for CPH rating may be in terms of budget and productivity, the table below will guide you Table 1, P&P machine, average CPH range, and price range. Part size Many P&P machines come with various component size, and the minimum, maximum component dimension each machine can handle. When considering a machine's part size, it is important to consider your production needs for CSP, BGA and odd form parts as well. Also, where your machine can handle different component parts, various alignment methods needs to be installed on your P&P machine. Get this right. For machines with a single alignment method, they give more precision and faster components placement on the PCB. Also, due to their narrow part size, there is usually an alternative system for alignment to Carter for larger component sizes. Before you dash out to purchase a machine with the ability to place larger components, get this fact clear. It is not every machine with the ability to place larger components can inspect such components. 
So, buying a machine with the capacity to place large components may leave you with a machine that will be placing merely defective large components. Concern about minimum size pickup, inspection and placement. Many P&P machines can pick 0402, 0201, 01005 component sizes. Don't forget this, any component size smaller than 0402 may require an additional feeder or nozzle which is specially designed for such components. Your vendor should guide you right on this aspect. Feeder slots Another thing to consider is the number of 8mm tape feeder, feeder capacity that can be loaded on your P&P machine at the same time. For larger parts, components, larger feeders will work perfectly, and you also need to inquire from your vendor the possible amount of slots a larger tape feeder such as 12mm, 16mm, 24mm and above can occupy. Also, if tubes or trays such as waffle or matrix is what you'll need, it is wise to know the capacity of the feeders on your machine and the number of individual 8mm spaces which they'll require to function effectively. This is important because waffle and matrix tubes, trays are known to occupy tons of space. Component lead pitch If you ask us, we'll suggest a 0.012 fine pitch for your P&P machine. Why? 0.012 are seen as the standard lead pitch for today's P&P machines. Hello. Here is an area where many manufacturers and vendors may get you fooled. Making reference to the motor accuracy or specification can be a cheap way to deceive buyers. The efficiency of a machine to pick up, inspect, place, fine pitch lead, and ball grid parts has nothing to do with a machine's motor accuracy or specification. Feeder rack specification for feeder racks and their sizes, it is best to make serious investigations and ask many questions regarding this. Reasons being that feeder rack has the tendency of reducing the available panel, board area on your P&P equipment. When this happens, loading more feeders as you may require will be difficult, if not impossible. In simple terms, ensure that your P&P machine board size is not based on the specification of a single feeder rack that has been installed on the machine. Accuracy and repeatability Our candid recommendation when it comes to the accuracy of your P&P machine is that you search for a machine with an accuracy of 0.0001 with a fine pitch lead of 12 mil repeatedly. However, for smaller budgets, many low-cost P&P machines won't give such accuracy and fine pitch. That notwithstanding, no matter how considerably low your budget may be, you can always find a used pick-and-place machine that can give such results. Furthermore, another thing which you stand to gain when you purchase a used pick-and-place machine is the fact that you can buy the best pick-and-place machine that comes with a computer and software which will handle the aspect of component placement repetition. Maximum substrate size handling capacity When selecting placement equipment, the maximum size of the substrate or panel that the machine can handle is the place to start. This requirement alone may eliminate many machines. For example, I had to select a machine for a client with a 146 inches board size. The best I could do at the time was to find one machine that could meet that requirement. For that situation, it did not really matter how many machines were on the market. If fixtures are to be used for handling, their maximum size should be used instead of substrate size as the selection criterion for a pick-and-place machine. Maximum feeder input and slot capacity The maximum number of feeder input positions is another measure of placement equipment capacity. 
A standard measure of feeder input capacity is the 8mm tape feeder. The more 8mm slots a machine can accommodate, the higher its input capacity. However, only a limited number of parts come on 8mm tape. Some components on tape and reel may require 2 to 3 8mm slots. Components supplied in bulk or in waffle packs affect input slot requirements differently. While conducting the in-house study on slot requirements, side benefits may arise. For example, some part numbers can be eliminated totally by consolidating various part numbers. Using a minimum number of part types not only conserves input slots, and reduces the number of feeders that must be purchased, but also can reduce inventory costs and provide increased leverage with vendors due to higher volumes. Placement rate In selecting a placement machine or set of machines to meet production requirements, one must determine the product mix, the number and types of components per board, and the production volume. Knowing the current requirement is not sufficient. Factor in future needs and manufacturing plans as well. Placement rate is significant. Actual throughput will depend not only on the placement rate of the machine but also on the component mix and the types of feeders used. Placement rate also is affected by board size and by component and feeder types used. Most importantly, a machine that is often down or in need of repair, even though it runs very quickly when working, will have an adverse impact on throughput. As a general guide, the rated placement speed quoted by the vendor should be derated by 40-50% to arrive at a conservative number. Other selection considerations as components with larger sizes and finer pitches come into common use, the need for accurate placement stands out even more. In addition, repeatability instead of accuracy is a more useful guideline, i.e., the consistent ability of the placement head to place a part at the specified target within a specified limit. Rotational accuracy is not the same as X, Y accuracy. The same degree of rotational deviation will produce a larger offset in some pads for bigger devices than it will for smaller devices. Of course, the acceptable tolerance will be much tighter for finer pitch components. <laughs> 